0: my name is Barry Maracle, if you've never been on here before, this is my 135th episode back-to-back, week after week, and uh, 134, 100, actually 135 weeks of consistent hope being delivered to this planet. <laughs> I'm not the only hope dealer out there, but I am committed to releasing the good news. Ladies and gentlemen, I am a preacher of the good news. I'm not a reporter or a critic about bad distributions of all the nasty things going on. I am not your doomsday prophet. And uh, I'm not afraid to give a word of the Lord if I felt I had to but I'll tell you what, it's called the good news for a reason because Jesus paid it all. And my buddy and a spiritual father in my life and one of my best friends for years, he's writing a book called Good for Nothing. And you are good and it costs you nothing. You are the the healed of the Lord. You're blessed. You're highly favored he wants you to be prosperous more than anything else. Third John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So I'm after your soul because I want your soul to prosper because I want every part of your being while you're on this earth to live a prosperous, good life. And so we are on this new series uh, called Encounters of the God Kind, and I I want you to understand that an an encounter with God changes everything. That it's just not cerebral. It's just not an intellectual conversion. That there is actually things that actually happen when you count all the costs that Jesus paid through his blood and body sacrifice. There is a payment that was made so that you could have eternal life. And now because of the blood of Jesus Christ, you can know the Father through the precious Holy Spirit. What is eternal life? Someone that knows the Father and knows the Son because of precious Holy Spirit. You have opportunity now because of the blood of Jesus Christ to have encounters of the God kind. And so last week I began it off and I just gave you a little bit of an overview of where we're going and then I got and you know, I slammed right into a hundred mile an hour. Preach! <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed that. If you did not uh, um, listen to last week's podcast, the part one of Encounters with God it was, it was called creating a conducive atmosphere. And I share different things on how you can position yourself through praying in the Holy Spirit, through worship, through. Through getting into the Word of God and and having your mind transformed, so every day, ladies and gentlemen, it's about it's a daily thing to create uh, encounter uh, opportunities for encounters with God because we need encounters. The whole world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. The whole world is waiting for us to begin to understand whose we are, who we are. And, and and who are becoming and you know who to whom we're called the whole world is waiting for us to be manifested as a you know just be like him 1 John 4:17 says as he is so are we so we need that so are we to happen we need as he is in heaven is how we need to be here on the earth. How he was here on the earth is our potential of how we need to operate in this realm. And how do we do this? We gotta recalibrate our thoughts and refocus our gaze. Every day, to position yourself, to have the encounters with God, every day you gotta recalibrate your thoughts and you have to refocus your gaze. And I wanna take you to a very, very important scripture it's found in 1 John 1, 14. And this is where in the First John 1, 1 through 3, it says in the, beginning, um, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, right? But, but he goes on to talk about how the, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was god and nothing was made except it was made by the word and then we find out 11 verses later in 1 john 114 it says and and we and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory of the that of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth So did you hear that I emphasized that one part? Um, And we beheld his glory. This is what the disciples said. And we beheld his glory. I am convinced what changed the disciples into the apostles is before they were disciples, they beheld his glory. When, when John the Baptist, in John chapter 1, verse 29, a few verses later, like 13 verses later, uh, actually 15 verses later, he says, behold the Lamb. What we have to do on a daily basis is recalibrate our thoughts and refocus our gaze because your gaze determines your days. And you need to have your a proper perspective so that you can operate in encounters of the God kind. If you have your focus on the things that are above, not on the things of the earth, Colossians chapter three, verse two, it's very important that our focus continually, because the enemy is always trying to steal your focus. He's always trying to get your attention and we cannot allow it. And I'm here to tell you again today, you gotta focus on what you have in Christ, not what you don't have in the world. You gotta, you gotta recalibrate your thoughts. You cannot allow yourself to be uh, deceived deceitfully by the world's systems. There are, there are thoughts and there are uh, predications. There, there are things that the, the enemy is trying to get your attention to, and he's trying to br- bring you into um, thought patterns and old old thinking and he's trying to get you caught up in in the things of the world through his zeitgeist and his weltgeist the spirit of the age and the spirit of the world and and we have these philosophies in the world that sound good but they're not of christ and we must stop looking to the world for our answers, and we must get into the Word of God in which everything has been created. We must look to what the Word says, and I want to bring you Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. Let me read this to you. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ not according to the anointed one and his anointing we must not allow ourselves to be caught up in the world system the world system of thinking buying into the ideologies of that are floating around and and christians get caught up in and do i believe in this ism or do i believe in this situation or do i believe in you know and what the 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 doctors are saying about this and and I'm not saying that we don't necessarily need these professionals in our lives but they cannot be the final authority the word of god must be and if a doctor comes to me and says to me Barry I'm sorry you have this fatal disease I'm saying I don't have this fatal disease I have first peter 224 that says by his stripes we were healed so doctor if I were healed I is healed, and if I is healed, that's not, a, that's not the truth. That may be a fact that you're bringing to me, but I'll tell you, I don't live by the, the river denial, but I'm telling you, I will deny that mountain or that, that awful thing to have any part of my life in Jesus' mighty name. So we, to have encounters of the God kind, we must behold the Lamb. And I am convinced, like I said just a few minutes ago, that what changed this motley crew of a tax collector, a doctor, and fisherman into these apostles that shifted the world when they stood in front of the Sanhedrin after they... After Jesus was resurrected, and and after the you know Pentecost, and they got filled with the Spirit, and Peter went from somebody denying him to preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ a few short days later, and the whole, the whole three thousand people get saved in one day. What what changed them was the encounters that they had with God, and when they stood in front of the Sanhedrin, they said what manner of men are these they're just fishermen and then they and then they said amongst themselves ah but they've been with jesus this is it we must be with jesus not just in his word not just ethereally, not just a, a, it's it's just not cut and dried in and, and it's only solo scriptura And God only speaks to his word. He wants to come with his presence. He wants to rapture you up into the glory realm. He wants to show you things and anoint you with answers and solutions so that you can come back down into this realm and distribute the answers and the solution that this world so needs. Ah, hallelujah. There's a, a woman in the Bible in John chapter eight. I'm just gonna turn that. Quickly, John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. A, a, a woman caught a glimpse of Jesus in an awful pit of despair. <clears throat> if you could just catch a glimpse of Jesus, everything will change. And I, I'm going to get into that a little more deep. Um, and this is the woman. And I believe this is Mary Magdalene. This is the one that seven spirits, demons, were cast out of this woman. But this woman caught a glimpse of Jesus and she was changed forevermore. This woman, this, this, this woman that was caught in the very act of adultery, you know, she might have, you know, had a sheep wrapped around because he, they caught her in the act of adultery and they brought her and threw her down at the feet of Jesus. And Moses says, we well, stone her. What do you think we should do? And he looked at her and she looked at him. <laughs> he looked at them. And he asked them questions. And he looked at her. And he wrote in the sand. And she saw him. And she, he saw her. And he looked at the woman and said, where are your accusers? And she looked around and she says, I have none. This is who you are when you get a glimpse of Jesus. Jesus will begin to ask the questions of the enemy. Jesus will begin to displace everything that is causing uh, interruption in your life because of condemnation and shame. Even because you are, you know, even the things that you know, you did wrong. When Jesus shows up, he begins to displace everything contrary to you with just a glimpse of his glory. Okay. I got to get moving here because it's, I'm almost halfway done. My podcast here in the prescribed, um, Minutes I would like to be, which is about, you know, 30, 35 minutes. So i got to move on. But I, I said just a couple of minutes ago about what we receive when we get caught up into the realms of glory. When we have encounters with Jesus by Holy Spirit and um, with the Father through Holy Spirit. And we begin to, we begin to receive answers and solutions from that realm and encounters with God. And I just want to start off with some couple of really interesting um, um, facts, uh, historical facts of, of people that got caught up into the glory realm that literally shifted and changed the whole world. Um, and, and so let's just go... And let's just talk about um let's just go to Nikola Tesla. I kind of made reference to him earlier, and that how that Nikola Tesla is probably one of the greatest inventors of modern history. Um but even before, you know, before I get into it, let me just let me just throw this this little tidbit of Factual information. Uh, Einstein, uh, he gave uh, gave us this beautiful thing called the theory of relative, the theory of relativity, and but he got this, and this is this this is comes down the line uh, of history that we need to know that he got that from a dream from God. He got that in an encounter with God. He got that and. This, this is what has happened throughout the ages. And just before I do go into in talking about Nikola Tesla, um, let me just share this about Richard Gordon first. Uh, he's an, an engineer, and he's the pastor of the tech school in Redding, California. And his, he's been doing a study uh, over the past five years on tracking technology sparks in the midst of significant moves of the spirit of God. So technology sparks and just different things that uh, in this physical realm, that where we're, we are making advancements in the midst of technology and actually changing our lives in the midst of significant moves of the spirit. The fact is that most of all of the Ivy Lee schools in, in America, and even in, uh, I would say even in uh, Canada, there's a couple, were born during the great awakening. These schools like Princeton and Yale and Harvard, and I, and I just began to type in and to find out, you know, how old they are, and they're all around the 300 year mark. You know, Yale and Princeton, or, sorry, Yale and Harvard were actually birthed in the midst of the great awakening of Jonathan Edwards that was leading that and one of the most prolific thinkers of our day was leading the, of, of, of American history, I would say. And that's historical. Um, this, these things, like the minds would come alive when they're oxygenized with the atmosphere of heaven. There is something that happens when we get into encounters and heavenly encounters with God, and we get into the realms of glory. There's something physically that that is transmitted to us. There's actually downloads, and you get rubbed in and smeared on of answers and solutions. But just what God downloaded to us upon our uh, our conception and in birth from our mother when we got downloaded into our mother we came with more um, solutions and answers and resources than we could use in 10 lifetimes we we came into this realm fully loaded but how do we tap in how do we bring them to the surface we must get into the presence of god we must get into the weighty essence concentrated in the glory realms with god and when we do this is when we get enlightenment. That's where you know some of the terms of enlightenment comes. There are actually technology sparks that have happened around the the world when, when we've been in these significant moves of the spirit. like these princeton and sorry, Yale and Harvard were right in the middle of it, some of the greatest you know universities in the world were sparked in the midst of the Great Awakening. So there's a spirit of innovation which is linked to the spirit of revelation. Everything is a revelation. More thi- it's more about revelation than it is information. It's not just the dissemination of information that is creating an ability to be a better person. It's actually the revealing in the midst of the presence of God, a revealing of what was always there. It's apocalypto. That's what revelation means. It's a revealing of what was always there. So when this, we get this spirit of innovation coming to our lives when we are actually caught up into the things of glory, into the things of the spirit, into and focusing on the things that are above. And this is, I'm gonna sacrifice this cow right now in Jesus' mighty name. You are not too heavenly minded to be any earthly good you need to be more heavenly minded and begin to understand that when you receive the glory realms when you got get caught up in the glory realms when you begin to be uh, anointed in those realms and you stay in that re- in that revelation uh, spirit of revelation and you re- you receiving everything then you must know that you come back down and you stand on a level uh, playing ground and you distribute all the answers, the revelation, the spirit of wisdom, the uh, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of, of might and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. We begin to distribute all these different things and, and those break down in so many other subcategories of things that we are able to release into this realm and be an answer and a solution and be the manifestation of the son or daughter of God that this whole world is waiting for and it's waiting for somebody to have an encounter okay so nikola tesla amazing einstein amazing albert einstein would get a a lot of his uh breakthroughs in the midst of a dream state of god but nikola tesla would do the same thing nikola tesla uh he was the creator of the bulb, the electrical bulb, not not the not Edison. Edison, uh, you know, he borrowed or whatever you want to say. He he kind of <laughs> well. It was Nikola Tesla that you know designed that and also the AC current that we use today. Uh, he was brilliant. He lived. Uh, he his. Trailblazing work was from 1860 to 1930s where he changed the world dramatically. Nikola Tesla is what, you know, what um, um, um the Tesla vehicle come, is named after him because that's who they wanted to to make sure that the most brilliant mind that ever was, you know, besides maybe Leonardo da Vinci, who is an amazing inventor himself, but uh Nikola Tesla would prove to be one of the most brilliant men that ever was on the pla- planet and that's why they they chose the name Tesla for this electric vehicle and they paid him only $75,000 to their foundation or what whatever to to have that name that they used but he, this is what Nikola Tesla would do like he was a born again uh believer in the Lord Jesus Christ <laughs> And what was happening is he would get in his chair and he would have these weights in his hands, and he would get and he would be tired, and he would grab these weights and he'd go sit down and he's tired, and then he'd fall asleep. And as soon as he fall asleep, these these weights would begin to shift in his hands, and then he would stay in this dream type state, and where where he he would be able to receive from God, and, and he would get most of his ideas. By an encounter of God in this dream state that he would try to stay in, so the weights would just wake when they would move in his hand. They would just wake him up enough that he would he would be in this kind of uh, state of of in the dream world and and also kind of you know back and forth a little bit. But but this is where and this is documented. This is this you can go on. You can YouTube this. You can look at. You can listen to you know, the testimonies about who Nikola Tesla was, amazing, brilliant man that invented so many modern things that we use right now, but he got them. And this is what I'm trying to get across to you, that, that, um, that God wants to give us these brilliant ideas so that we can bring them into this realm and be an answer and a solution, and thus, you know, um, producing and, and allowing the kingdom of God to come in this realm and make this kingdom, the kingdoms of this world the kingdoms of our God. So this, you know, as we have these encounters with God in the glory realm, these encounters with him so that we can get anointed like Tesla did. We can get anointed like Einstein did. We can have real answers and real solutions. So the fact of the matter is you need to be so heavenly minded so that you are so earthly good amen I don't know how much further I'm gonna be able to go today um, but I just want us to turn to Isaiah 48 6 and 7 and and a really interesting scripture here uh, Isaiah 48 6 and 7 you have heard see all this and you will not declare it I have made I have made you hear new things from this time even things even hidden things and you did not know them okay you have heard See all this, and you will not declare it. I have made you hear new things from this time, even hidden things, and you did not know them, okay? Verse 7 of Isaiah 48 says, They are created now and not from the beginning. God did not create everything in the beginning. He says here in Isaiah 48, 6 and 7, Well, verse 7 says, they are created now and not from the beginning. He says, let's go back to verse 6 just quickly. You have heard, see all this, and you will not declare it. The things that we saw in the decade of Aien in the 70s, the 5770s, you know, that was Aien, 70 is Aien, now we're in pay. The decade of pay, which is the decade of voice. Decade of seeing, what we saw in seasons past, we must decree and declare now. What you've learned about the kingdom, the things you've learned about, the things you have seen, you must begin to add a voice to them because he's not, he did not create everything in the beginning. He's creating some things right now. So when you get caught up into the glory realms of God, when you get into encounters with God, and I'm going to talk to you about how to get into and how to have more success of having encounters with God. When you do, you need to release the answers. You need to pray in the Holy Spirit so that you can upload what has been download, downloaded in your experiences in God because you must have encounters because the world needs you to have superior answers and a better word that comes out of the one who, who made everything, the one who put the good paths in place for us to walk upon before time began, the person that went ahead of time. And put answers and solutions. We must hear from him. And we must tap into the answers and the solutions. That he has for this world. And it comes through an intimate and personal relationship. And beholding the lamb. Like I said earlier. What changed this motley crew. That changed the world. Was they beheld his glory. If you can see his glory, if you will behold his glory, you can go into the glory. You can receive the anointing that you need. God knows what you need, but it's got to come because somebody is hungry and somebody is thirsty. God wants to create a, some brand new, never seen before, amazing creations through us through encounters amen i hope you're getting i hope you're picking up what i'm throwing down today you know there's so many of us that just want to escape our problems we want just want we we don't want to be an answer a solution we just want i just want to be taken out of this horrible relationship. I just want to be taken out of this horrible region. There's no jobs here unless you want to work 40 hours a week. That's a reference to a movie and some people are laughing right now and other people don't have a clue of what I'm saying. (laughs) But some people just want to be taken out of the problem. They want to be taken out of the pit. They, they, don't, they don't want to necessarily look around and find the treasures in the in the dark places. They don't, they don't want to grow up and be stronger and be a solution. But I want to tell you in John chapter 17, 15, God says, I do, I, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. In the midst of everything that's going on, God will keep you. But for you to be an answer and a solution, you need to grow up bigger in the midst of the problem that God doesn't want to take you out of. He doesn't want to take you out of that relationship. He doesn't want to take you out of that school or out of that region. He wants you to grow up and be an answer. Why does he allow you to go into storms? Why does he allow you to walk through the valley of the shadow of death? Because he knows what he put on the inside of you. He knows that there's an anointing right there. He knows that there's answers that you could tap into if you'll just come away with him. He said that uh, uh, the Apostle john in in the book of revelation come up here and i will show you things there are so many things that he wants to show you and he wants to impart to you and he wants you to absorb in the glory realms as you go up to meet with him he needs somebody that will be hungry and desperate enough to go into the glory realms and say, Father God, I need an encounter with you. I need to know, I need to be raptured up into your glory. I need to receive the answers that you have for me to to bring back down into this realm that I can provide for those for whom nothing has been provided. This is our mandate in this season. Amen, 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 and amen. So I'm gonna leave it there. I'm kind of just now this is part 2, but we're just getting warmed up. And we're going to get to the to the, you know, rubber meets the road and how do I, you know, uh position myself or reposition myself into encounters with God. We're going to get into that probably. I don't know if we'll get into it next week, but very possibly depending on what uh, how the spirit moves on the actual podcast. But I love you guys. Uh, Next week, I'm gonna take up where I just left off in dealing with the place of the unknown. I wanna tell you today that the place of the unknown, like we've never been here, like Joshua chapter 3, verse 15, you've never been this way before, you're about to go into your promised land, you're about to create with God, you're about to get caught up in the glory realm, but everything is so unstable feeling. You are not moved by your feelings, you are moved by the word of God, and you're moved by your daily intimate and experiential relationship with God, according to the word in your prayer life and, and, and your times that you spend underneath a preach prophetic word of God to clear your hearing. The place of unknown is not evil and it's not good. It's amoral. You get to choose. And I, I, I say, I put before you life and death today. Choose life today. You can go down that road of fear and anxiousness and anxiety and and staying in your cubicle and staying in your safety and and mask everything and sanitize everything or else you can launch out into the valleys of the shadow of death. You can launch out into the the places uh, where the hidden treasures are hidden in darkness. You can launch out into the darkness and find the treasures that people are so looking for. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the world it's time for us to be tasty and brilliant because we're having encounters of the god kind anyway bless you guys look forward to next week please share this out please like it please give me five stars please share it out to your friends if you're getting anything Maybe somebody else could get some hope as well. I bless you now and say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that this week, these people that listen to this podcast, Father God, that they would begin to see you loving on them this week and catch them up, rapture them in encounters, and may they receive answers and solutions for their families, their friends, their, their places and spheres of influence in Jesus mighty name amen so once again go to berrymiracle.ca, please leave a comment please um you know go to my youtube channel subscribe and like there got a lot of preaching on there i've got on uh, thursdays i uh, every uh, mostly every thursday i have a devotional it's about a six minute devotional and it's called hopium go on my youtube channel Uh, there subscribe there get that and you'll get that devotional that is just you know uh, always um, just rammed and stuffed with hope because i am a hope dealer so bless you guys until next week thanks again for joining us today on wake up into your dream my great friend tony fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life the day you were born and the day you discovered why In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future, and uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.